0: Everybody, welcome to the hallmarkies Podcast. And we are really excited today. We're talking about an upcoming book. We love talking to writers and/or we love talking books on this podcast. And uh I am film critic Rachel Wagner. And today we have Anna Gomez here and Christopher Palaha is here to talk about their new book coming out, where the sun rises. And I thank you both so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for
1: having us. Yeah, thanks for having
0: us. Yeah. So it's been a year since we had both of you individually on the podcast. We had Chris, you came last Christmas. And then we had uh, Casey got to interview Anna last March, 2021. So that was really fun. And uh, so I, I hope you all have had a good 2022. I'm just really curious. So we have this is now your second book that you have written together. And so I'm really curious about your process and how this all kind of happened and uh, and how this collaboration kind of works um so chris why don't you start kind of how you got involved in these in writing at all and then particularly with anna and um uh and then we can hear from anna as well
1: sure you know the truth of the story is when i was a student at nyu uh i had this um his name was professor Bly. And it was world. it was theater. It was the it was the history of theater. And we went all the way back to the Greeks, and we would have to write these papers. And instead of writing a paper, I would write a play. and I would have my friends act in it, and I would direct it. And so I've always, and I kept a journal my whole life, like starting in high school, I've kept a journal, but I've never considered myself a writer. And I've known writers. my My wife's brother, in fact, is a wonderful novelist, and her dad wrote books. and I, was, I just never had the chutzpah to call myself a writer or to even really, I mean, the idea of tackling a novel or anything like that. But I love telling stories. I've always told stories. I've always written. I've written screenplays before. Um, and so it wasn't foreign to me. And one day I started a production company, it's called Podunk Productions with the aim to bring, you know, films or ideas to places like Hallmark specifically, but also, you know, Netflix or CBS or Fox or wherever. And I would pitch these ideas that I had. Uh, One in particular was about my dad and the show was called St. Jerome. And it's a really great idea, but everybody was like, you need IP, man, you need IP, which is intellectual property which is a book or uh, an article from New York Times or a song, anything that has like something with an audience built in. And one day I was out in my field next to the house and uh, a neighbor of mine name, Javier, walked by and Anna and Javier are friends. And and Javier mentioned to Anna, you know, my neighbor started a production company and Anna had written six books under the name of Christine Bray. She is a seasoned novelist and has written and has a huge audience for her books. And she wanted to turn one of those books into a film. Uh, And her target was Hallmark as well, because obviously Hallmark has got, it's an amazing, it's got an amazing fan base. And so both of us were on the same page, but the books that she'd written were these really complex, beautiful, deep, nuanced romances that dealt with adultery or forgiveness or grief or and so we just had this really candid conversation on a friday in may of 2020 like in the middle of the pandemic everyone was locked away for it really
0: is the middle (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: and we were we were uh both on zoom and i was up in my son's bedroom i remember exactly where i was i was in jude's room and and i was there in chicago um indiana and um, and I remember just having this really kind of candid conversation with her about how difficult a, it is to take anything, but specifically like Hallmark and what they look for and their nine and act structure, like very specific stuff. We just had this really sort of wonderful, candid, hour-long conversation. And then I think I just flippantly was like, you know, but if you ever wanted to write like a little Christmas book or something like. If you ever wanted, and I just, I think I pitched this like random idea of a of a one off book of a romance, and said we would own the IP, we'd be able to take a book in, and it was a lark. And then Anna, without missing a beat, she was like, "Well, I'm actually working on a series of books. They take place in Hawaii." And I was like, "Oh, I know Hawaii. I lived there for a year. My son was born in Waikiki." And she's like, "Would you like to take this adventure with me and join me and co write with me?" And I was like, "Hold on a minute." We went from one to five. And I said, why don't you talk to your husband? Talk to your agent. Let's just let's talk about it on Monday. And I hadn't read one of her books yet. Anna, what's the title of the book that I read?
2: In this life.
1: In this life. That's right. In this life, which is about a woman who falls in love with a man who becomes a priest. There it is. In this life. And it was beautiful. And I remember my wife saying like, what are you thinking of doing? And I said, well, I think I'm, I think I'm thinking of like co-authoring romance novels with this woman. And she's like, what, like, is it going to be Harlequin? Is it going to be like lit porn? And so I'm reading in this life, waiting for the, you know, the page where it turns into like, you know, purple throbbing, you know, things. I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. And it never did. Like, it was just this beautiful story. And it was, it ran on the same Um, frequency that, that I run on, like we, we, we run on the same frequency. And so all of a sudden I was so excited. And I went on Monday to that zoom call, really excited to, you know, possibly have this, this potential future collaboration, but I'm also used to a business where everything is exciting on the front end. And then it all, turns to shit pretty quick because it all yeah. falls apart you're like well i thought this was going to be and then it all just kind of dissolves and people love to say yeah yeah yeah, let's do lunch and they never show up and yeah 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 we'll do this thing and it never manifests and so i'm used to disappointment and i'm very used to the no um but i got on that zoom call on a monday and anna was like my agent thinks it would be an awesome idea my husband's on board like he doesn't care let's go for it And we had paperwork <laughs> signed on wednesday oh, wow Less than a week later, and we had our first book published a year, like le- less than a year later, we had it in, in shelves, on bookshelves, March, uh, what was it, in uh, 11th? Nine. Or 20- yeah. Nine, March 9, 2021. And, um, and the process itself was just, I-, I couldn't have done it without her. She was a mentor to me and a friend and somebody who taught me nuances about writing that I just wouldn't, I didn't know what I didn't know and Anna was there to gently uh, guide me along the way, and what's crazy is we've never even met in person. We're about to meet October 11th for oh, the first time at yes. Belcanto Bookstore in Long Beach, so it's been this really cool friendship, It's and it, and it, and it went from, uh, you know, a writing partnership slash relationship uh, work thing to an actual friendship. Like, we're, yeah. Anna and I call each other, and we check in, and we have you know, we share personal stories about our lives and I think she knows my schedule better than I do. Like literally <laughs> text me and be like, are you gonna be on the Zoom call in five minutes?
0: I'll
1: be like, oh yeah,
0: thanks. Well, Anna, that was pretty bold of you to just be like, let's do it. Let's let's you know, for somebody that you didn't know that uh yeah. uh so that's pretty cool. What inspired you to kind of go for it?
2: I think I just had such a positive um, feeling when I was talking to him. I mean, we hit it off right away. We were mm-hmm. we like, I really didn't think he'd call. So when Javier told me like, yeah, I'm just going to ask him if he wants to go on a call. I'll make yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Then I get an email from Chris and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> he's going to call. Um and we forgot the point about we were wearing striped shirts.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. We so, were like literally wearing the same outfit, which we yeah. are like yesterday, by the way, we were both in white. Today, we're really? both in gray. Yeah,
0: you're both <laughs> yeah. kind of wearing the same color.
1: It's weird. And we don't plan it's so this weird. out. Like, it's weird.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it was just, you know. It, I mean, I thought it would be a 10 minute call and it turned out to be an hour and we were just talking about everything. And he was very specific and articulate about the industry. Like Chris Chris walked me through, like, you know, it's not that easy. You have to have your own IP and then you have to sell it. And then that's the only way that you get a say in what you, you know, in what you want on film or translated. And so it was, it was that conversation and it just, gave me a good feeling and so I've never really shied away from being impulsive like I you know I just I've never done that I've always jumped in and with, whenever I had a good feeling about it and Chris knows that <laughs> jobs family things and so um, I just I just I <laughs> I just blurted it out yeah. you know you I never know that. Where that leads I mean he could have said no after and I was really nervous because I told him before you say anything, because we were going to go away for the weekend and think about it, but I said, please read my book, because, you know, just read parts of it, just make sure that we're, the way that I convey my words is how, like, you know, you'd you'd be able to put your name to that book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think that that's the way sort of the like gig economy, for lack of a better word, kind of works that you kind of jump into one project and then something, and then it, uh, and then you always have to be kind of saying yes to the next project. You know, when you when you work as all of us work, <laughs> you know, that something will kind of fall apart, and then okay, I'm going to say yes to this next thing, and I don't know. I think that's how how things work these days.
2: Um, yes we, and no. I mean, we can yeah. do it. Have- choices Um, sure sure yeah and i i have a gig after a full-time gig and outside of this and so does chris so it 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 was kind of i mean i know it took only three days but we did have to really think about it because Mm -hmm. it was a big commitment i mean here i am asking this guy i don't know to write five books with me and i kept saying you have an out we can do three we can do two (laughs) he's like no we're We're going we're doing five (laughs) that's great We agreed on five
1: you know and it's funny the way that the way that like, I I like to think that God is in charge of all of this stuff. But if you're a listener and you're like, I don't believe in God, but I will say that the universe works in funny ways, whatever you want to say. About a month before I was in the grocery store and I was shopping and I, I noticed all these books and I noticed that there was a whole section of romance novels. And I was like, you know, it'd be an amazing way to enlarge my footprint is to have my name on a romance novel and a book's like in a, in a shopping market or a store, because Mm -hmm. Hallmark has this incredible fan base and they, they plug two literary devices all the time, the romance novel and the mystery novel, which are the biggest sellers in in books. And, and so my mind was already like, and I had started working on a kid's book. I had this vision of a kid's book at the beginning of the pandemic and had in a fever pitch wrote this little children's book that, and was already looking for an illustrator. And so the books books were on my mind when Anna and I met. And so it was interesting that when she came into my life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the work, like there was already this, this thing set in motion so that I was unafraid to accept her, yes. Mm-hmm. I must have been putting some out there for her to be, you know, to to for her to offer it. I mean, it's just the fact that we met through Javier, the fact that it all came yeah. together, the fact that, we get along so unbelievably well and have a fluid like relationship where it's, you know, we'll go, we will go, we will hit it hard and we will get books done and then we decompress and we will just take a little break. And, but we still in those breaks, we still like, we're still texting and we're still, Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I gave, I gave Anna, I I guess, permission. I was like, text me, like text me whenever (laughs) you want. Like we are, like we don't have to stand on ceremony as far as like setting a time to call and, and doing the thing like once a week, like just, and and all of a sudden it was like, I'd shoot her a text at like 10 o'clock my time, which is 12 o'clock her time. And I'm like, are you, is Bill cool with this? And she's like, yeah, Bill is like, he's fine, he's fine. <laughs> and it's really cool because like, I, I include our spouses in the conversation because it really is that healthy and that like, it is truly two families like joining together. I can't wait to meet Anna. I'm going to meet her family in Chicago. It, like, it really is this cool thing that, that is totally unexpected. Um,
0: That's great. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't even
1: like talking about it because you don't want to like <laughs> want to ruin it, but this is the product, you know? Yeah, like we got yeah. two books and they're just truly, truly wonderful. They're escapism. They're all about love and they're about love in a way that you know, what we wanted to move away from was we wanted to move away from lust and mm-hmm. and really dive in on what it means to love somebody and fall in love with somebody. And, uh, I think we accomplished that with book one, which is called moments like this. And I think we doubled down with, uh, where the sun rises mm-hmm. in a way that I think is going to surprise our readers and the people who really like, Miss uh, who liked, um, where, uh, moments like this
2: mm-hmm. I got a message yesterday Chris from one of the Christine Bray readers and to tell me that mele was her favorite heroine of everything I've written mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know why that's exciting is because the bray's butterfly the bray's butterflies are used to they're used to uh crying <laughs> Bray, yeah writing these kind of like really gritty like deep hard-hitting romance. Yeah. And moments is very frothy and very kind of light. And we wanted it to be escapism. And we were our target. And by the way, Anna, we had one target at the beginning of the book. And by the time we finished, <laughs> we had shifted our target. And we were like, you know what? Let's jettison the idea of, of making a, a book specifically for the Hallmark channel. And let's like, let's just tell the love story that we want to tell. And if we are going to make it a movie, let's just make a beautiful romance for theaters. And then we completely like, like, this is like, this is its own universe. Like we've, this, this dumps into a whole nother level of storytelling.
0: We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of
2: cool perks?
0: Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast.
2: By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group.
0: You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast.
2: And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more.
0: It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family
2: please consider, and we will love you forever.
0: Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies.
2: That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies.
0: So what's the, how does the collaboration work between the two of you? So do Anna, do you, do you write say a section and then send it off to Chris and then he, and, and then you add to it or how, how does that work?
2: Um, yeah, so we, this book, um, was really a different process for moments. It was new to both of us in the sense that, uh, we had so much happening around us, you know, cool. We were coming out of COVID life was trying to get back normal families and everything. were just very demanding of our time and certain events that happened. Um, and so we kept at it. And the way that we were doing this was pretty new in the sense that I really depended on what he wrote. So we were really like doing the volleying of the chapters. He would write one chapter and I would write one chapter and then we would keep going. And sometimes somebody would fall down and like not have time. And so the other person would pick up you know, where we left off. And so, you know, people think, um, people will think that we, for example, this, this has two perspectives, this book, people will think that he wrote the guy and I wrote the girl, but that's really not what happened. It was like, whatever spurred that one of us to do, we would just jump in and write. So um, that was the process. It was different for moments in that when Chris came in, a lot of the uh, first eight, eight chapters were already written so there was kind of a flow there were characters that I'd already introduced and Chris just took it from there and and ran with it with this one we really started out I remember months ago before the very start of the book I wrote the first chapter and he was like this is great and then he just like threw the second chapter on and then that's just how we kept going um there's been there was a lot of times when we would talk about you know like what do you think should happen in this next um scene but it was hardly it was very rare that we did that there there were times when we did that but really it was just really to me it was instinctive most of the time Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I mean we
1: knew like we taught we spitballed and like so Anna and I know where all five books are going like we have the whole universe mapped out we have a blueprint and it's in our minds it's not written down anywhere but we have discussed all right here's Andy and Warren who do we want? To, and it was so fun because as we were writing moments, we were already geared up. We were so excited about books, two, three, four, and five. We were like, okay, who do you want to write about next? And so we already just started to zero in on the people that were like rising off the page to us. And so the discovery of who books two and three were going to be about lifted while we were writing moments. And and we sort of both were like, well, what about this person? And what about, and then, and then when we decided who we were going to write about, their stories we knew what the general story was going to be like it's a girl you know we know that she's uh we know that we know we know all the things that are going to happen and we knew what was going to happen with adam and then but the actual an outline is very different than the meat and potatoes of writing something and so you have the
2: character building
1: yeah yeah and the character building but like the actual meat and potatoes the writing of it which is this it's like bushwhacking you know you just keep that was like she, we did this thing called chapter tennis, and Anna would write a chapter, and then I was a hundred percent dependent on what she wrote, and then I would read that. I'd be inspired. I would write something. I would send it back to her, and I do think there were. I think there was two instances where there was like a little run of, and so you can't even say well, melee's all Anna, Anna, and I'm and Adam's all Chris. Like there's chapters that are, you know, like little blocks that are all me, little blocks that are all Anna. And again, we like keeping it, we like keeping it enshrouded of who wrote what because it doesn't It doesn't matter. And we both went in and would, like, as people were writing and I was the first one guilty of this, but like going in and as, you know, sort of edging and polishing chapters as they were being written. And so like, even as you were writing stuff, it, became, it really truly became a collaboration in the sense that like, it's hard to take, we didn't even want credit, but it would be hard to be, I mean, technically we can be like, I know who wrote which chapter, but like within yeah. chapters, there's sentences that Anna wrote and my and stuff that I wrote. And there's stuff that I wrote and stuff that she wrote. And it was just, it's, and you can only do this if you are humble and if you check your ego at the door. And again, Anna has set this incredible tone of leadership for this project to be like, yes. And she values my ideas. She values my contributions And that generosity encourages me to be generous and I don't feel cagey and I don't feel threatened and I don't feel like it's tit for tat or like territorial at anything because Anna set this incredible tone of like, here, do this thing. Come on, it doesn't matter. Join me, let's do it. I don't care who, like, let's go, yes. And when you have someone who gives you that freedom, I mean, it's it's really life-giving.
0: That's so. That's so cool. Uh, that's that's great. You can feel that in the story, and it doesn't feel like two different voices writing. Uh, it feels you know like one author. If I hadn't known, and it, it, that's great to hear too. That it that it seems like you were both equal. There wasn't kind of you know because we've seen that in Hollywood before, where the ghostwriter basically does most of the work, and so I'm glad. Cut and Anna
1: writes the whole book, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll put my name on that. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, I didn't think so, but but it, you've seen it before, so that's really great yeah. to hear that it was such a, a a a an effective collaboration.
2: Yeah, and I think it was harder for us. I always want to point this out. Twenty twenty one was harder for us. Like he was filming, um, and I I had a new job, and so we were really trying to find um, the time to devote to this. And the yeah. fact that we were friends really helped a lot because, you know, whoever would just jump in and it wouldn't be, it didn't matter who had time, who didn't, you know, we had a goal. We had to finish a certain mm-hmm. month, and then we would just like eat, jump in and take care of each other. Like when we were too busy, because I mean, looking back at 2021, it was a little crazy. Yeah.
1: It was so, really crazy. Definitely. Let's not forget though, that we're also both like extremely competitive and both. <laughs> Like a type goal driven, neither one of us gets sleep. Like we, like yeah. m- like it's a mystery when we sleep. Like we're both, we're <laughs> yeah. both fully functioning. Like Anna's a baller, by the way. She's like yeah, I think that's why I we got along. <laughs> of like a like a massive advertising firm. I mean, it, like yeah. Yeah. And so so we're running on these. We're running on high cylinders, and I think we we push each other. Like the minute I know Anna's writing. I could feel it and I'm like, all right, what is she writing? Let me see what you got. And then I'll be like, I got to get in there too. And so I think we, we propel each other. And I think that's also a, a, a benefit of the, of the, the collaboration.
0: So Anna, you had decided that you were going to write about Hawaii before even working with Chris, is that correct? Yes. So so what inspired you to focus on Hawaii? My agent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The mandate from the public. No, you know what?
2: I had I had I I, I think I did I felt like I had done my run. Like I've had six books. I a couple of them have hit, you know, bestseller lists on, on Amazon and and Barnes and Noble and stuff. I got And and I really wanted to focus on my job. Like I really wanted I it was a time where I said, you know what, I really love my career and I really want to go out on top you know with my career Mm -hmm. and so I said this is the last book I wrote the year I left and at that time nobody wanted to read about someone who was depressed like nobody wanted to even blog about depression because it was late 2019 you know that time where nobody everybody wanted to feel good thing and so I said I think I've done I, I I've I've told my story I think I think I'm i'm ready to just take a break and she said no 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 there's one more thing that you need to do every hallmark is looking for content that's exactly what she said and she said you'd be so good if you wrote one you know one book about anything in hawaii hawaii is the best setting people want to film there everyone wants to make movies there and so I said, okay, I'll write one more book. And actually I was sitting with my husband and I was like, what do I write about Hawaii? And the idea came from him. He was like, I'm like, pineapples, what else? (laughs) You know, like what, like what, what industry is in Hawaii? So I started reading him the different industries and he's like, I'm like the coffee. We were there. We loved the coffee. He's like coffee. Yes. And so, you know, that's kind of how we started. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then that was just a few weeks after. So I started writing the first few chapters. And then a few weeks after that, it was, you know, Chris came into the picture. So what I wrote, the universe that we built, the characters and the world that we built, I did that already when Chris was in there. So so I introduced two main characters, but I introduced some minor characters. And then him and I agreed, you know, these these people these, these characters are great. Like, it would be great to just, like, blow them out and see... You know which the reader who the readers love and who we can mm-hmm. they all have a story basically to tell yeah and so that's that was built when chris came in mm-hmm.
0: well and that must have been fun since you like you said lived in hawaii in the north shore mm-hmm. chris yeah, yeah it's the best place i love it so much welcome to the pilot podcast my name is bj and my name is me too and we promise this promo is worth it so please don't skip ahead
1: We're two judgy friends who put our judgmental skills to work for you. We review the pilot episodes of new and popular shows and shows that our listeners request to answer your question,
0: should I watch this? Look, a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home, and yes, we should be reading and trying new projects and enriching ourselves, but does anything beat binging a great show? Let us take the guesswork
1: out of deciding what your next show will be. Tune in to The Pilot Podcast at thepilotpodcast.com
0: well so we have maylee and adam in this book i i actually haven't read the first book but i have read this book and i enjoyed it yeah <laughs> and uh, I just uh one keep thing- showing the book yes, yes we're good uh so you have uh them they have great chemistry uh he helps her to get back to surfing again um he's kind of a uh movie star uh and he's from like super rich uh family in in on the island and uh there the i thought you did a good job of keeping it a chase romance while still having it feel passionate and there's definitely like several times in the book where they are very tempted and you don't necessarily see that that much in i feel like it's usually either closed door or uh or just completely uh you know chased and uh i don't know i liked that like tightrope walk that you did uh and uh um was that difficult Uh, was it difficult to anna to write
2: we went both ways i think i wrote (laughs) i wrote i i i wrote a particular scene that, like, <laughs> I was like, all I don't know the that we way should out put that there, and that. then he <laughs> kind of like measured it back. Um, yeah. But the, but I think, that the heat was always there. I think, um, I think I really am proud of that. The way that we did it, yeah. The uh, the chemistry was like just to me, the chemistry was just off the charts. On the, you can see the chemistry on the page, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I did kind of go one extreme and he was like "Nah, nah, let's (laughs) yeah you know
1: melee's melee's choice the choice that melee makes for her life um we wanted to tackle that in a way that like you know in all in all candidness my wife was someone who made that same choice and so here was this awesome baller of a woman who you know wanted to wait and I we, you know, Anna and I early on had this discussion, like, what would it look like to come up with a really cool character, like who's just awesome, but he's also made this decision that gets just hammered in pop culture as provincial and silly and and mm-hmm. and prudish. And and what happens if you make her just a total baller? And so there really was this sort of idea of well. She's still, you know, like sexuality is a gift, and and being, and and yeah,
2: like, and she's, like still, the, a like, and yeah, she's, she's still a woman, formal, and she's still a woman. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. And so, what happens when you meet a guy who is not on that same path? And where is that blending? So it was a real, it was an interesting experiment to try to, to try to capture on the page, and I'm pretty proud of how we did it. And it's true. I mean, there were there was a whole chapter after you know the the scene in there in that in that cabin, you know, up in the, on the North shore of Kauai. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had written one thing and, and then we kind of took it out and we're like, you know what? And then there was another scene. Yeah. That that was dialed back a little early on where, you know, Melee's alone and hanging out. And there was just, there were, there were, to me, it was just, I don't know. It was really fascinating to watch this book come into, you know, we'd, we'd had a different timeline. The, the, originally the first chapter was the knock on Adam's door. And we had, like, created this, this, t- actually, you know, truth, truth, Andrew, do you remember the prologue with Andy and Warren, where he stepped out of the steamy shower and they, like, had sex on the countertop? Yeah.
2: Yes, that was our first. You remember that? Event. And You're there was like, a whole Whoa. thing of,
1: like, and it was, like, they're, like, the entire part one was really focused on on Warren and Andy is almost a way to take the readers from one book and introduce them into the other. And and then our editor was like, no, 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 you can't, you like, you can't do that. We don't care. Like let them be their yeah. book and this is the new book. And yeah. It was interesting because it, it it had machinations. It had it we wrote probably three different books before we got to the one we have.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rachel, if you get a chance to see moments, you will see to read moments when you have time. You'll see the progression of what we're trying. And this is, I think we mean to do that. We want to show the progression between moments and then where the sun rises. And then book three will be a little bit more. Um, we're trying to we're trying to make sure that we push it a little bit um creatively, I guess. Yeah. You
0: know, I'm definitely excited to read it. I will definitely read it. I mean, and I, you know, I love being in the water. And so the, uh, the surfing scenes uh, were really fun. I think, I think you did a good job capturing that.
2: And I think, I think also one thing, Rachel, you should know is that we're trying to, we're not trying, but we have it in mind that it's going to be a movie. So Uh the scenes are so beautifully cinematic. I think
0: so. yeah. Well, I know you have to, you have to go for your, uh, meeting, but, yes. uh, uh, Anna, but thank you so much for, uh, for talking with us. And I really did enjoy the book and it's so cool to, to hear about your, your guys' collaboration and how you work together. It's very inspiring.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm going to skip out.
0: Yes. Thanks. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Writing duo Christopher Palaha and Ana Gomez are back with the second book in their From Kona with Love series, Where the Sun Rises. Dubbed as a modern Romeo and Juliet by the San Francisco Book Review, Where the Sun Rises has become a highly anticipated follow-up depicting multicultural romance, love, loss, and redemption woven into a family saga set in the beautiful islands of Hawaii. Though connected, each installment in the From Kona Would Love series can be read as a standalone. The series falls into the genre of clean romance and is best known for its lush island backdrops. It says Publisher Weekly of the first installment, quote, Gomez and Palaha's descriptions of Hawaii are postcard worthy. The breezy pace and gorgeous setting will stoke readers' wanderlust, close quote. Where the Sun Rises promises to whisk readers away to the idyllic island of Hawaii. Protagonists Melee Moana and Adam Yates meet at the wedding of Melee's friend, Andy, where they are paired up in the wedding party to walk down the aisle together. Their worlds couldn't be more different. Melee is the daughter of a plantation worker, and Adam is the son of one of the richest men in Oahu. They do have one thing in common, though. Big dreams. Dreams that will take them into opposite shores. But that's not the only obstacle they must overcome. Adam inspires Melee to face her fears, and she restores his faith in redemption. Yet, with love comes sacrifice, and the goals they've worked so hard for many may end up tearing them apart. Ultimately, Where the Sun Rises is a story about overcoming adversity, the promise of young love, and the valor in letting go. Where the Sun Rises releases on October eleventh, 2022, and is available at all major retailers where books are sold. In-person and virtual book signings will be popping up in Los Angeles and Chicago during the months of October and November Make sure to pre-order your copy of Where the Sun Rises Today at your local brick-and-mortar bookstore and it'll be waiting for you to enjoy on October 11th. In the meantime, immerse yourself in the Kona world by reading moments like this. More information can be found here at vesuvianmedia.com slash from Kona with love. That's vesuvianmedia.com slash from Kona with love. So we have to talk to you about... We wish you a married Christmas coming up.
1: Yeah, Let me put on my new hat. I got to put yes. on my, <laughs> my actor hat. Okay, let's do it.
0: Uh, so they just, it was perfect timing because they just released the promo yesterday, last night. Right. So that was uh, the little t- teaser trailer thing. Uh, and uh, this- How it look? It looks fun. And it looked more madcapy. I was worried because some of these, they now they've done a number of these mar- marriage and crisis movies. Usually with Nikki DeLoach. She seems to be the one for all these. Um, and it was funny. I was talking to her at Christmas Con and she's like, I can do comedy. Stop putting me in these <laughs> She's
1: ones. like, Stop putting me in divorce <yeah>. movies.
0: <laughs> but um, but I, I've enjoyed most of them. Uh, but uh I was surprised to see that, at least in the promo that this looks kind of madcap. It looks funny. It's funny. Yeah.
1: You know, what we wanted to do was. I think that a lot of the joy of Hallmark is the cute meet. And you meet these mm-hmm. two strangers or they used to know each other and they're new people now. Yeah. So they're new to each other, they're new again. And then they fall in love and we're rooting for this brand new, fresh love, right? And we're waiting for that first kiss. When you've got a married couple, they've consummated that marriage. They've they've they're down the road. Mm-hmm. And especially so you don't care about that first kiss. In my mind, I'm like, I don't really care to see these two people kiss. I don't, they've already, like, I know they've already like, you know? Yeah. So the the trick that Marisol and I, the, the hat trick that we tried to pull off and I think we accomplished it was like, how do we get these two people back to that place where you're rooting for them to kiss Like Mm -hmm. as simple as like, let's just make the kiss magical again so that people are like, and what we decided was that they're in that period of their relationship where it's, it's almost like it's gotten to the point of ridiculousness of like, we're done, we're done.
0: yeah,
1: And there's no more and there's just and you've lost your patience and you've lost your and you've lost your etiquette. And the the fun way to do that, I think the way that you want to see, because I think a lot of people are in that same situation who are probably watching Hallmark and they're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see a couple break up. That's depressing, yeah. it just reminds me of my life. But how do you see a couple revive that and, and resuscitate a marriage? And I think you have to do that with, with a great deal of humor and you have to just kind of shirk your, again, lose your ego. And that's what yeah. these movies are. I mean, you do you walk onto set, and and it's about the leading lady, and you you know you just kind of you kind of give over to the the will of the the will of the woman.
0: So you all are like traveling, and you get stuck in a town that's like a Christmas town. All yeah. right. So
1: so we have a we have a marriage counselor, and this marriage counselor who's actually a star. She's one of the Hall stars. She's oh. Sutton. Um, she's a woman. She she's on. Uh, when calls the heart oh it's pascal hutton pascal she
0: she's in the movie
1: yeah i had
0: no idea
1: pascal has a little um maybe i'm not supposed to tell you that
0: oh that's cool uh,
1: she's our marriage counselor and she says you guys need to go and she sends us to this place in vermont and one when we're there all we want to do is leave we get there and we're like this was a terrible idea we got to go. And life, of course, does what it does in the Hallmark movies. And it just, we were trapped for, through different through different reasons. We get trapped there. And we get there and all we want to do is leave. We're like, this was a terrible idea. And we actually come to the conclusion early on in the movie that that the best course of action for our marriage is to end it. Mm-hmm. And we talk about getting divorced and separating. And, and then as we pack up to go, um, you know, events start to unfold. Yeah unravel
0: is that what kind of appealed to you the idea of sort of telling a different type of story in these one of these christmas movies uh yeah well you know a a married couple
1: yeah i mean hallmark um last year they changed their you know obviously they've they've been going through like different machinations of how they want to operate and they make some you know movie deals you know like overall movie deals or whatever with some people and they approached me early january last year and and uh, locked me in for a christmas movie they were like we want to give you a deal for a Christ- for you know so that you're not going to do a christmas movie here in a else, but so you'll be with us and so i knew in january that i was going to work for them and um and my objective was to get one in the can before i left for can <laughs> mm-hmm. when i went to france this in may um and so this there was this sort of movie that was floated around that was going to shoot in Winnipeg and it just this was the script and I read it and I liked it so it really had more to do with the timing mm-hmm. um, and it was interesting because they had other actresses that were that they were that they were talking about having do and, and the timing of their you know schedule didn't work and luckily um, it worked for Marisol so when Marisol jumped on board, um, we knew that we had a, a really fun little movie. And it didn't shoot in May. It actually shot when I got back from France. It shot in June in Winnipeg. But um, it had a lot to do with the timing of the film.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, was it tough creating Vermont? in a, I mean, I know they are pros at this, but, uh, but in June. Winnipeg. Uh, in a, <laughs> was it super hot? You know, Did you have funny. to have ice packs in your, in your jackets and stuff?
1: Yeah. Luckily it was, it was early June. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't blistering yet and it was Winnipeg. So it's Canada. So it's a little, so we're still North. So it wasn't, uh-huh. uh, it wasn't terrible heat. And, you know, they're able to find these neighborhoods that just look quaint. and I think that's, you know, if you can have a quaint, if you have a quaint house, uh, any Victorian style house will do. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when you uh, first started working with Marisol, did you kind of do like a chemistry together at all, or, or uh,
1: no? You know, it's that. funny. That's not how these work. They just they they lock and load these actors, and they they cast their lead man and their lead woman. Her name is Penny Perry,
0: and uh-huh. she's
1: an amazing casting director in Los Angeles. And I think that she's got little Barbary dolls of all of the of all of the actors that she likes to use. And she just stands them next to each other and matches she pairs them up. She's like, "How will these two look together? Yeah, that'll work. Let's cast them. and then, And I don't know how she does it, but she's got this little grab bag of actors that she pulls in and and we get paired up. Uh, as far as Marisol and I go we went to dinner before we started shooting and we um just got to know each other that way and then you know what you do is you just talk about the script and you just start breaking down characters like did these two try to have a baby like was there were there miscarriages were mm-hmm. they there was it a decision not to have children like you 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 ask those questions so that you both have a common story and that you build the background together So that when you're on set you can at least refer to like these like touchstones and say well this is why i'm angry at you or this is why this isn't working or this remember this is that that thing that makes us both feel really good and we like each other and and it reminds us and then i'll tell you marisol she's been working man i want to say since she was a teenager um and she's done really, really big, big projects and she's worked with really big, big people and, and done really cool things. And working with a professional like that uh, is fun because she came to set every day with a head full of ideas that were wonderful. And I, my motto is best idea wins. And I also, as you can imagine, come to set with a lot of ideas in my head. <laughs> and it was fun to just kind of collaborate. Again, it's a it's a collaboration of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, And it took it, you know, we found our rhythm and there were some scenes that were, that ended up being really beautiful um, because we took the time to just take a look at our surroundings, take a look at the scene. What did the story need? Um, Yeah. And, 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 and that's why I love the flexibility of we're working on Hallmark movies, because I think with, for example, Wonder Woman or, you know, even Jurassic, like you've got this plate that you've got to shoot you know what the the frame of the scene has to happen here and you pay so much money to have the background and the all of it like everything that's on camera has been like paid for but we're talking about like millions and millions of dollars right whereas with Hallmark you've got this environment that it's a barn and the camera can look any direction. And the set deck is awesome and they do the whole room. So now all of a sudden you're like, well, we have all this space and it doesn't make any sense to like, know what you're gonna do before you get into the space. And so there's just this freedom to create and I love it. I mean, you walk in and you're like, "Well, that's really beautiful over there." Like that little bench. What if we, you know, what if the whole scene moves to that and we sit down? And there's a whole thing here. And I mean, it just becomes a lot more freeing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. I never heard that before. That the yeah. sort of the lower budget kind of gives you a little bit more uh, freedom to to move around in the scene and and to make some choices.
1: Yeah. No, it really Mm -hmm. does. And it, because also I think the stakes are a lot lower and because you Mm -hmm. don't have, you don't have, think about it. Like you're not sitting there going like, we just paid $10 million to have this, this beautiful staircase with the windows. And you're like, and this is our background and it's different. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're also hammering it out. So everyone's, yeah. anyone who has a great idea, everyone's happy to be like, great. If it works, let's do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I'm really looking forward to the movie. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to the Christmas season st- getting started here in October. This October
1: 22nd. Are we, yeah. is there one on the 21st? And then we're on the 22nd. So there's
0: works? um one called uh, um Noel something. I can't think. Uh, there's one with Natalie Hall. That's the first one. Okay, yeah. So
1: that's Friday night, and then, mm-hmm. and then we, wish married, we wish you a merry we wish you a merry Christmas is Saturday night, October twenty second.
0: Yeah, because yeah, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, this shouldn't this be on Movies and Mysteries? This sounds a little like you know dramatic and everything. But but then, like I said, I saw the the teaser, the promo, and I was like, oh, okay, this looks uh, you know like, there's like that scene with you at the top hat. And uh, little, little <laughs> manic that that looks fun.
1: What's funny, Samantha DePippo, who is one of the uh, she's the head of the the Christmas movie department over at Hallmark. She's an incredible uh-huh. executive, super smart. And um, and she was like, "I want to see a pratfall. Like, let's let's." And I was like, "I'll give you a pratfall. You want a pratfall?" <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I will be in Reno, Nevada, on October twenty second. And I'm um, I'm I'm the celebrity ambassador of a of a chair of a foundation called the Down Syndrome Network of Northern Nevada, and oh. we're actually doing like an all day uh, family event, like it's called the Lucky Few mm-hmm. Fall Festival. So if anybody who's out there watching is going to be in the Reno Tahoe area on October 22nd, you want to come down. David mm-hmm. DeSanctis from Where Hope Grows is going to be there with me. That movie cool. that we did. Um, it'll be a really fun. So that's so that's a big day for me. We're gonna go from the Lucky Fall, uh, you know, festival, and then that night the movie premieres, and so it'll be fun.
0: Yeah, that'll be great. Well, uh, thanks so much uh, for coming and talking with us, and uh, and with Anna as well, and and uh, good luck with the book, and good luck with the movie, and you've got so much fun stuff going on. So congrats. Thanks so
1: much for having us, Rachel. We always love coming on your show. Yeah.
0: So where can people? Uh, when does the book become available? And uh, um, and I guess how can people follow you on socials and all that fun stuff?
1: Sure. Um, so the book, Where the Sun Rises, is available October 11th, everywhere books are sold. And I would I would strongly recommend people call their local bookstore, like the actual brick and mortar store. Call ahead, like as soon as you hear this, go ahead and call your bookstore and order it so that it's pre-ordered and it'll be waiting for you. Um, the next best thing would be to, to do it, uh, go to Amazon and go ahead and order it from Amazon. They'll print it up for you and have it sent.
0: We'll have Um, our affiliate link down below. So if you want to help the podcast, you can, you can click on there too, for our Amazon affiliate. So
1: that would be awesome. And then, um, and then, you know, one of the biggest things for, for, Bespoke novelists are reviews, and so if you guys read this book on October eleventh, if you wouldn't mind jumping onto Amazon and jumping onto Apple and writing a a pithy little review, I would suggest writing it in your notes, and you can just copy it and paste it to both places. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would the, the reviews help the algorithm, and we rise up, and um, and moments like this ended up on a couple lists last year, uh, bestseller lists as far as romance, and then for books based in Hawaii. Uh, and then we, Anna's Filipino. And so we had um, uh, like an APOC uh, NAPI, sorry, a NAPI. Um, we were on a list for Asian Pacific Islanders. So it'd, it'd be cool. It like helps. It helps, yeah. Yeah. helps push the sales forward. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah,
1: And that's kind of what this business is. It's really a word of mouth business and it's about you reading it and being like, I love this book. I mean, you should read it. Um, so that's the that's the objective.
0: Yeah. Well, we uh we think y'all should check it out and we'll have all that information in the description. So thanks so much again and hope you have a great holiday season. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> okay we'd like to thank christopher and anna for coming on the podcast this was a blast to get to talk with them and uh, i hope y'all enjoy the book i'll uh, we'll put all the information in the description of how you can get your own copy and uh and please make sure to put those reviews and uh, you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes check that out also make sure you're following the podcast to pod and podcast all of our social media and if you're listening on itunes please leave your ratings and reviews he's Christopher's act absolutely right that those reviews make such a difference and people will be able to find the podcast and, uh, and getting that uh, getting in that algorithm. So, please put your ratings and reviews five stars. It helps us so much on iTunes. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Uh, We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. So check that out. We've got lots of new festive designs up there. You definitely want to take a look. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye.